Words of Wisdom. Who has time to live a double life? story guys uh, New York adventure New York adventure so essentially we're walking down on 3rd and we're on West 3rd near the IFC right Center. across the street from Why the IFC you know and I we had a fun day I found a cool leather jacket at the at, at well, Monk you know Vintage. What, let's, let's just shout out everything that we, we did that day okay so first we started our journey by trying to search for back issues of comic books oh that my we god don't so, do that the first stop we hit was um, Mysterious Time Machine. Time Machine, yep. yeah. And Mysterious Time Machine was cool. Um, they are really nice there. They were cool, and they helped us out as much as we could. And that's actually the place where we got most of yeah, the Yeah, that was issues. the back issue place. Um, they're known as the back issue kings mm-hmm. in New York. and then, For good reason. Yeah, as, absolutely. As you'll see as the story goes on. So I got... I got half of the things on my list there, and you got probably like a third of the things on no, your I, list? No, I got half. I'm st- half? The, the, remember, I was only looking for Nightwing. Like, I still can't find... Dude, I still can't find the one thing that I yeah, really wanted to find. Yeah, we both escaped with, like, just one specific thing that we could not find. Yeah. You know, I got everything I needed. We saw... Oh, remember when we saw the paparazzi across the street? Let's not talk about that. The paparazzi. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. This, like, why would they turn a pun into an art? But it wasn't. See, we we were sitting there, we were looking at it, and we just thought it was a bunch of dudes with like a statue of a bunch of guys with cameras. And as we were getting closer, we realized that those aren't dudes; those are dogs. And it was dogs with cameras. And then and then you said paparazzi, and I went, "Oh my god, did we just figure out this art installment without even looking at any plaques or anything?" And then we saw the plaque, and it said "dog paparazzi," and, and it was like, not as clever what, as what we came up with. So we yeah, should have yeah. named it. Yeah, we should have. Like, absolutely, our, our name's better. Yeah. Yeah, dog paparazzi. <laughs> then we oh we circled back to look at the the Radio Shack that was going out of business. Yeah, that had absolutely nothing. Tried to cop some deals and it was nothing. It, it was, was garbage. Nothing. We uh, bought some batteries. I mean, it looked like it was at the end of its run anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was. You know how when there's like a, a blowout sale, at first there's all the good shit, and then if you get there like two three hours late, if it's like a a day long sale. You got the bones, and you're going through the carcass of the deals, and hopefully you'll be able to find like the thing that you're looking for, the diamond in the rough, the 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 piece of meat, but mo- it's just scraps. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Um, and then what was the other thing? Uh, oh, right. Then we went to Hamlet's Village. Yes, Hamlet's yeah. Village. Um, and it's uh, that's where I picked up my fifty dollar opera hat that is collapsible and needs a little TLC, but. It'll get there. Um, oh, it's also way too small for my head or anybody's head. He just bought it so he can have it. Yeah. Uh, they're super rare and it works. So I'm happy. And then we went to Carmine's. We went to Carmine Comics, which is a staple of the neighborhood. Yeah. We couldn't find anything there, though. No. Then we hit up Forbidden Planet. Yeah. Forbidden Still. Planet was cool. And Forbidden Planet didn't have what we had either. They had one issue of what I was looking for. But then we went to St. Mark's. It was a really nice store. It was a nice store. Oh, and, and then that's, that's where I picked up the issues of Fool Killer that was a bonus. And that, I, for me, that was a bonus. I picked up my issue four. of Unworthy Thor number four. And for some reason, everyone has issue five, but no one has issue four. Like, why? That's the worst thing about collecting comics that you guys need to understand. Sometimes you can get one, three, 
four or five. You get everything except one. And it's just yeah. like, why is this the the one issue I can't get? All right, real quick, I'm going to talk about this conspiracy that's going on that no one has totally awesome Hulk number 16. Every fucking place we went to, I don't know why, every fucking place we went to. Like, Nightwing makes sense because you were missing, like, two or three, right? I'm missing two. I'm just right. missing these two. I'm literally only missing one issue, and every place we went to went 15, 17. They had 15, they had 17. They didn't have 16. It makes no fucking sense. I don't know what happened to 16. I don't even think... I think it's a controversial issue. I think literally it's just a continuation of the fucking story that they started in 15. I cannot find it anywhere. I don't know what's going on. I think some dude just bought up all copies of 16, so I can't fucking have one, and I don't get it. I don't get why. What, what did I do to deserve this? And it's just one fucking issue, and I'm a completist. I will not read the other ones until I get that yeah, issue. Yeah, I, I, like as far as Nightwing goes with me, I'm just missing, please, if anyone can help me, Nightwing... 16 and 17. I have 18. Here's the thing that happened to me. I actually ended up buying like double an issue because I wasn't exactly sure where I left off. So like I bought Cave Cross and has a cybernetic eye number five twice. Oh, I got to put it Superman. But they were all variants. So it's still like, okay, I got a separate different yeah. cover. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, you can always give one away to a small child. In, in need and read Cave Carson number five. Yeah. He's not going to know anything. Maybe you find one person who like really needs Cave Carson number five, and then we're searching for it, and they don't have it. And then you're like, "Hey, I have an extra copy." And they have those issues of Nightwing I'm missing. Maybe this is all. Hey, hey what if comic collecting is a giant cosmic puzzle, dude? It's it's like trading cards. There's a reason that community is the same community. Or you could just be smart and be like, I, like I love the guy at uh, JHU, which. Yeah. Which was by far my favorite story of all. It was a really, really yeah. nice story. And he knew Jeff? Yeah, he did know Jeff. Yeah. Nice uh, guy. I, I can't remember his name. Awesome dude. Yeah. But like he was just like, I love him. He was just Can like, I talk real quick about the fact that he had the same haircut as Jeff? But yes. He, he was like Spanish or Indian Jeff? Uh, ambiguous Jeff. He was ambiguously brown Jeff. Yeah. I, I do all comic book store owners. By that the are way, cool. Jeff, if you're listening to this, we recorded this after we came from your party. <laughs> after we finished the comic yeah. book quest, and we didn't get everything we wanted, but we got enough. And then we hit up another vintage store on our way to go to Tipsy Scoop. We were like, let's go to the subway station. And yeah. we go to the, we were like, all right, let's go to the Ace. But somehow we ended up going to the One. And the one was closed. The one was closed because weekend bullshit. So we had to loop around and do a complete fucking circle and go back to the Ace. And mm. on the way to the Ace, l- literally right in front of the stop, was a dude selling vinyls. Yeah, and I was just like, ooh, vinyls, because I, I like to look through vinyls. And, and uh, I actually saw it before you did, and I pointed to it. Yeah, and then, because you were walking a little ahead of me, I was yeah. just like stopping, and you just saw it, because it's a like bright red cover. He saw it before me, and he goes, look. Oh, no, I said, hey, look, Ram. And you're like, what? And then, And then I said... Oh, dude, look. And you're like, oh, you just like exploded. Yeah. And then as if you guys know anything about me, one of my little favorite rappers, my favorite musician artist period is MF Doom. I love MF Doom. Um, like if you like Doom, we're friends. Like that's the way it is. That's how much I like MF really? Doom. Really? What if that person's just a piece of garbage? We'll still be friends because we both like MF Doom. What if they supported Trump? That's impossible. And- you cannot like MF Doom and support Trump. What if Craig likes. Craig doesn't even know who MF Doom is. How do you know? But anyway, um, here I see Operation Doomsday and me being a giant Doom nerd, and if you know anything about MF Doom, he's one of those guys who has stories behind his album covers and like why they look like the way they, they are. And You have a, 
a discontinued record. Yeah, I have a discontinued record. I have a record well, that, no, no, all right. that came out, was pulled the off the shelf. The record is still the same. It's just the artwork on the album cover is different. But it proves that it's one of the first ones. Yes. You know, it's like the story. It's the original. It's like the Beatles album that had with the babies, with the dead babies. Oh, Google yeah. it. It's like, it's that situation. I have dead babies. You proud <laughs> of that? You, you have dead babies? I have a dead baby. So anyway, I go up to this guy. And I'm like, yo, how much? You know? No, no, no. Before no, he, that, he goes, he goes, man, you're like the fifth. You, mm-hmm. the, you're the you fifth ain't the only one who asked me how much this shit costs today. Don't ask me how much this shit costs today. And you're like, how much does this cost? And he goes, sixty. And you looked into your wallet, and you had forty three dollars. You're like, I don't, I don't have. 60. You know, he's like, oh, he's like, I don't have sixty. He's like, I just, he's like, ah. I was very no, much. no. You were like, can you do fifty? Yeah, I was like, can you do fifty? No, I. He said sixty, and I winced. When he said six, he's like, oh, I don't want to pay $60 for a record, even if it is a Doom record. I'm cheap. Nah, you always try to haggle. That's, yeah, that's, so that's the rule. So he said 60, and I'm like, hmm, can you do 50? And he looked at you, and he was like, all right. 50. Yeah, he was like, it was been a slow day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'll do 50. Open up my wallet. I had $43. And I'm like, no. Like I, and, I then, and then there was a moment where you looked at him, and he was like, yeah, you don't have it. You got you to gotta go. And, and, I, and I looked at you, and I'm just like... And I, and no, I, and he was like, he was like, your friend got seven dollars, and I, I literally took out my no, wallet. No, this is what I happened. Opened it. This and is I what went, happened, dude. He, I don't have money. He, yeah, he said, you said, dude, I don't have money, and I'm like, oh man, and I, and I accepted my fate. I was just like, all right, I'm just not going to get it. It's not for me. Maybe it will make so- maybe Doom will make well, someone kept, else very he, happy. He kept, so I'm like, this album's going to make some other person happy, and I'm okay that it's not me, as long as it makes someone else happy. You know, so I'm like, yo, just don't sell that to anybody. That's the only thing I wanted him to do. Don't just sell. Like, just don't give it to some asshole. You know, please give it Find to someone. Find the right person. Find the right person for this album, and right? And you walked, we walked away. And we walked away, yeah. And I was then like, and he's like, get yo. towards the station. He's like, yo, yo. And I'm like, what? And I go all the way back, and he goes, I'll do it for 45. And I'm like, I have 43. If I can get two, and I had change on me. I was like, if I can somehow scrounge up $2, this is going to be the make or break. So you helped me out. Yeah, I had four I, quarters. I had like a dollar. And then he's like, before I give this to you, you got to do a verse. And I did Rhymes Like Dimes. I'm not rapping it. Rap it. No, please. You have to do please it. No. Rap it. Please, no. Show them. Please, no. Show them your, your oh, affinity. God, no, no. Do it. I can't do, do it. it. I can't you have to do, do it. it. No. Don't be a pussy. Come on. Come on. Hey, yo, 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 y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand is your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right eardrum, close range. The game's not only dangerous, but it's most strange. Are you rich or successful? Do you love your job? Are you fulfilled in life? Do you like beer? If the answer is no, then it seems like you can only afford barefoot wine. Barefoot wine. Not the best, but the best you can do. It's fucking great. Yo. So it happened, man. DC finally made a good fucking movie. It happened. All right. Well, I like Man of Steel, the, and I also like Batman vs Superman. Oh, you see, I think he, they only—they're not good movies, but I like. Them. I like Man of Steel a lot, actually, and there's a lot of parts of Batman vs Superman I really like too. But 
This they made a movie that no one can be like. This eh. movie sucks. Like after Suicide Squad, <sighs> Suicide Squad was tough. You know what it was? They had two L's in a row. It's hard to be a DC fan for movies right now, but Wonder Woman made it okay. Yeah. It was one woman. One woman's the movie's like this is what we've been waiting for. This is this we is what, was everyone coming. was going like no no just wait just wait DC will put out a good movie just wait just wait. But we're all secretly was like yo DC don't let me down. yeah don't, don't let, let me down. down and DC did not did not and I want to say that a woman director and a f- strong female lead is something that we absolutely should have in 2017 and I'm so fucking glad that people like not just accepted it ran with it. Yo, I like how a black guy, like, there was, there's only one other black guy in my job. He's a big black, like, an ex-NFL player trainer, right? And we just talk about comic book stuff and, like, just joke about black stuff. And he was just like, no, man. He was just like, niggas were walking out of the theater being like, I want to be like Wonder Woman. Yo, I, like, all right, so working at a comic book store, you see a lot of young, impressionable kids, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, e- all right, a great example of this is Wonder, uh, Free Comic Book Day. On Free Comic Book Day, we were giving out pins, or buttons, right? And it was three of them. Rocket Raccoon, Wonder Woman, and like the Tick. And all the boys were asking for Rocket Raccoon. And I got to the point where at the end, all I had was Wonder Woman and the Tick. Mm. And these young fucking kids were asking for the Tick instead of Wonder Woman because the Tick was a man. Damn. And I was like, guys, Wonder Woman is fucking awesome. Why don't you want Wonder Woman? And they're like, because she's a girl. Those are young kids. Older guys, like guys our age, maybe a little bit younger, when they heard Wonder Woman, they were like, yeah, give me that Wonder Woman pin. Like, that shit is awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. The younger the kids are, the more they seem to stick with just, like, boys have to like boy stuff. But it's like, I don't know. Wonder Woman, the movie was phenomenal. The character's really fun. And I love Gal Gadot. She's amazing. She was so good. And, you know, shout out to my, my Israeli heritage. <laughs> that's that's my girl. We we on the right side. Yeah, dude. I love how, like, okay, so uh, one reason why I like DC over Marvel, like, and this is a very simple reason, but it plays a big part, is that I like watching, and I like reading DC stuff because, like, like DC is, like, it's so traditional that, like, it's, the traditionalism is sometimes fun to read. It was just, like, this is the hero that actually stands for something, and, like, and oh, like, truth, justice, in the American yeah, way. Yeah, and, and like it isn't sappy, and like it's more inspiring and grandiose too. Just the just the thought of someone standing for something that un like not tangible sort of thing is is hard to grasp. There's a lot of just cynicism and snark in Marvel. It's true, and like sometimes you read DC, it's like I like how earnest and heartfelt this thing is. And, like, it's awesome, and it doesn't come off as cheesy. I mean, Superman's a great example of that. Superman literally is fighting for something that doesn't exist anymore, and he's like, no, it does exist. And you're like, no. But he's right. He's right and in you, the comics. And you know what? I like how Superman goes, hey, unlike Batman, I'm not just going to accept that it's a crap sack world. And it's my I'm job more, to make it better. Yeah, It's all of our jobs yes. to make it better. I'm the shining beacon of hope that everyone should... St- Strive to be, and every and more people should be like. Wonder and Woman. Wonder Woman is that yeah. she's also that she the the trench scene. Uh, spoilers for Wonder Woman if you have not seen it. Yeah, the trench scene is one of my favorite scenes where she's go- they're going. We always do it this way. This is the way we do things, and she's like, "Well, it's not my way of doing things." And she shows them that like she's above that. 
She's above doing the normal route, and, and sh- it, the, the normal rules do not apply to her. And you know what's great about it, though? In Marvel, it was just like, all right, it's Captain America, and Captain America is going to go in and kick ass and be awesome, right? By himself. By himself. And she was leading a charge. Yes. Like, that was her, the, a better thing about her it. Her thing inspired the rest of the crew to be like, all right, cool. Now we're just going to follow her lead. Because mm-hmm. if she's doing this grandiose thing, now first we look like schmucks because we're not following her, but also she's doing a great job and, and like we can't not support her. And that was a really cool thing that they did. I also like that the side characters take a lot of back seats to her. Like they could have done uh, a Steve Trevor movie. I was so afraid but that they, they were going to do that. They, he was a big part. I'm not going to say he wasn't. He was a huge part of that movie, but he wasn't a f- the focal point. You, to the point that, like, I will admit, the way he died was kind of stupid. It made no sense. But, yo, we can't, yo, we can't shoot this out of the sky cause, like, cause, because it would dissipate over, like... No, no, they were saying, all right, so we can't let it go up with the person inside because then it reaches the destination. But we can't blow it up here on the ground because the the fog will kill everyone here plus the neighboring village. So let me hop on the plane and shoot it and kill myself? Uh, the, he, he saw the only solution as taking it up real high away from everyone in, into the atmosphere so that when it does dissipate, it doesn't hit anyone. It couldn't just go into an empty field? It looked, Could he, Couldn't he have jumped? No, he... I, I don't know. Shot it and jumped? I, so, so my biggest Do thing... Do some sure wait, wait, shot so shit? He, here's my biggest thing, right? There was a moment when he takes the dude off the plane. The dude had a parachute on. <laughs> and I was like, why didn't you just grab his parachute before you kicked him off the plane? And, like, like he could have taken it up, put it on. Well, uh, okay. To be fair, they didn't have autopilot back then, right? So he could have he taken it up as far as it'll go, right? And then, well, it also had a timer. So the <laughs> timer would have just, like, made it go off, right? So if he if he had just kept it up in the air until the timer like was about to end, right, and then jumped out and parachuted out, he'd have been fine. So, oh wait, no, no, it all right. It had to explode. If it didn't explode, the gas wouldn't have ignited. Remember, he said, "Is it flammable?" He said, "It's hydrogen." So yeah, it's flammable. But I guess no. So it didn't. If it didn't explode, the gas would have seeped out, and then it would have fallen onto the people, right? Because it's gas. The point is, we can't. The fact that you gotta do so much legal, so much loopholes to justify it's like, come on. But he had to die. No, he had to. He die. had to yes, die. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, he would have died eventually too because Wonder Woman doesn't age in the same. But I, see, it wouldn't have forced the weird romantic aspect. Captain to her. America, wink, wink. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, all right. To be fair, it took a lot of notes from Captain America: a big world war, a woman out of time. Yeah, a lot of those well, aspects. Well, it was more of the the second Captain America movie, him being out of time, combined Plus with the first, with the one. first one. Yeah, they took the best aspects of both. But uh, it was its own thing, too. I think that's the main reason they said it in World War One. Yeah, they didn't want it to be a Captain America movie. Um, I will say, for me, the Ares reveal was really easy. <laughs> like... I got that almost immediately. So the Ares reveal is a thing that I don't... I don't. I don't mind a very. I like how the plot's simple. The yeah. plot doesn't try to Superman like 
Batman versus Superman tried to do a lot of things. Yes, it did. No, and that's and that was one of its biggest problems. And that was probably that's a main reason why it failed. Wonder Woman's like, no, this is her story. Yeah, and no one else's. Her three, and it like then you could do more creative things for Wonder Woman too. But I also like how it gives her it gives her an origin story. She need I think she's one of the few superheroes that I think deserves an origin story. What's really interesting is that Batman versus Superman gave origins to everyone but Flash and her. No. No, it gave origin to Cyborg. Sorry. It didn't give an origin to Flash. It didn't give an origin to Wonder Woman. And it didn't give an origin to Aquaman. But Cyborg, we don't need a Cyborg movie because we see how he became, right? Yeah. We don't need a Flash because everyone and their mom knows how Flash happened, right? No. I Yeah. You can kind Common of. knowledge TV show, but it's a thing that if you're like, what's the origin, secret origin of Barry Allen? It's like. Well, here, here's the thing, right? Because we have the TV show, because it's be, it's gotten to a wider audience, right? Most people will know what the Flash's origin is, right? Aquaman is getting its own movie. To, well, it was supposed to get its own movie. I don't know if it's still happening. Um, but it's supposed to have its own movie. And this Wonder Woman movie was necessary before Justice League to show just how powerful she is. And, and how, like, because here's the thing. Because Superman isn't in the picture, she needs to fill that role of super-powered individual. Which leads to an interesting question about her power level. Enormous. Enormous. She beat a literal god. Yes, but it seemed like she was, like, the, the, the trench scene, when she was, like, holding it back. Like, someone, I, I read a thing that her powers activated. It was scaled back, I think. Or not scaled. I think you're right. It, so, remember when... Uh, she's being taught by her aunt, and she's like, you're way more powerful than you think you are. You need to be more confident in yourself. I think what happened was throughout the, the, the story, throughout the fighting, she became more and more confident. She became more and more herself. And at the end, when he gave her that choice of murdering the doctor, right, or like, well, he was like, murder the doctor. She deserves it. And she was like, no. In that moment, she became so confident in, her, in herself and her decision that she became the Wonder Woman we all know and love. I like how the movie is an origin story that does not hold your hand. Absolutely not. Because the, even with Ares, it's like, yo, what are Ares' powers? And when I mean, you think about it, it's like, oh, he controls... God of war. Yeah, he's the god of war. So he, so he has control over everything that's used to create war. Yeah. Which makes sense. But yeah. they don't explain that to you. You're nope. just like, oh, that's what he does. Yeah. You know? Um, and, the, and like you said, with her power level, it... it kind of having to be activated. It's like, okay, you have to figure it out. It's not a hard leap to come nope, to the conclusion. And before then, she was still pretty fucking powerful. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that fucking bracelet she scene. Li- well, even when she lifted the tank, it was like, Yo, that was that was amazing. That was a, I actually like how that's straight out of like a, D, a classic DC comic book, yep, too. Yep. Um, I mean, they had some, they had some, their villains were very classic DC in the sense, too. Nazi bad guy, although he's not a Nazi. This is before Nazi. Yes. But like German bad guy, uh, doctor who makes poisonous gases. Like these are straight up comic book things. Like, and as you pointed out, she might have created a form of venom. I don't think she created it. I think it was given to her by Ares. Hmm. I think I think it's setting up for a Bane, Bane sort of thing. Yeah. I think it's Venom or the the precursor to, to Venom. Venom. Yeah, which explains how like Luven, Luvendorf, Luven, Luvendorf, evil German guy, German. It explains how evil German guy was like able to punch her, and I like that scene because I was like, oh, please don't do some bullshit. He took a thing and he's gonna kick her ass. 
Like, it, what happened is... He surprised her. Yeah, he was like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. That tickled. I'm Wonder Woman. Yeah, she was like, nah, bruh. And then she murdered him. Can we talk about that for a second? I like that. She killed him. I like. I actually like... And that's another thing I like about Wonder Woman. They're going for the whole warrior appro- approach. Warrior princess, man. She's like, nah, I'm, I, I'm like, a I will, princess, I will, but I'll fucking kill you. I will you. kill you. Yeah. You know, well, that was her, her her whole thing was a mission. She was on a mission. She's on a mission from God, Blues Brothers, and she, uh, from Gads. Oh my Gads! Um, so she was like, "I'm going to complete this mission, no matter what it takes, and if it means murdering the bad guy, I have no problems with that." And there's no, and there's no like weird. There like, wasn't a, a thing. Marvel you, would do a thing was like, yo, you just murdered that guy, Captain America. It's questionable. But, like, but then they go, but like they make their characters to seem to not stand for that. It's like, oh no, you killed those people. Dude, you killed like six people. Yeah. You know, Wonder Woman's like, it's like my favorite thing about what, 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 Man of Steel it was like, I'm not going to kill, bro. I, you definitely <laughs> murdered a lot of people. There's no way there, there aren't repercussions for a lot of those actions that you didn't see. But that's what the second movie's about. That's what that's yeah. what Batman versus I guess, Superman I guess is that's about. True. Like, they that's did. what I can't stand when people go, "Oh, Man of Steel, he killed." It's so violent, destructive. Don't you know the next movie literally addresses that? No, it does. But in that, like, all right, but he's he kept saying, like, "I'm not gonna murder people. I'm not gonna hurt people." But like, bro, in the movie, you murdered a lot of people. And even in the, even in Batman versus Superman, he's like, "I'm not gonna hurt anyone. I'm not gonna kill anyone." He definitely murdered that guy who was holding Lois Lane captive in in uh, Africa. Yo, he punched he, him through a fucking brick he punched wall, him through, like two brick walls, like that. Dude is dead, and if he's not dead, he's not living a comfortable life. Just, hey, when Batman fought him for the first time, what happens? He threw him onto the roof, and he just slides almost off. Yo, he's like, he was oh, like, God. "Oh man, this may have been a mistake." I, I all right, let's get off this though, because we, we can talk yeah. about this for yeah. hours. But anyway, um, Wonder Woman, it's 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 inspiring, man. It's fun. It 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 has a it serves a strong female protagonist. It deals with PTSD in a way that makes it more relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, it has great themes of confidence and uh, tr- being true to oneself. The story is simple about the story is simple, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not. It's, it it you can you can enjoy. It. I had fun watching the movie. It Absolutely. wasn't it wasn't like a thing I had to do on my nerd checklist. Also, no end credit sequence. Don't. Stick around. You can leave as soon as it's over. Although the credits have a really good song, so uh, yeah, that that wanna... banger, man. Yeah. yeah. In fact, play it one more again. Oh no, I'm gonna play it one more again. I'm gonna have to find it. Play it one more again. Oh, also, fun, really cool tie-in with Wonder Woman that I have to say, we playing Injustice Two in the house, and we'll have a we will talk about Injustice Two when I play the story. Um, oh, you haven't played the story yet. No, I haven't sure. played the story yet. I've, I'm weird. I, I like to learn characters and then like I, I like to get good with, char- with a character I like and then like do. I'm, I'm weird. I, I like playing against people more than the story. Anyway, um, we, we want to talk about it. But in Injustice Two, uh, you can upgrade and like customize every character you play as. You know, Wonder Woman is one of those characters. And what they did was they gave you a bunch of armor and in like equipment. That's her outfit from the movie. Yeah, I have, I have her, I have her almost entire outfit. I just don't have the sword and shield. So I, it's, it's a cool little like thing with DC's also like I like how DC's is putting all their support into it. Yeah, that was the other thing. I was really concerned because you brought up a good point earlier before the movie came out. There wasn't a lot of TV ads for it before the movie came out, mm-hmm. but like three weeks before it actually came out, they started really pushing it on TV. 
And like I had seen trailers and stuff on Facebook and you know, social media, but that's. But shit. I also think they know that good word of mouth will also help this movie too. That's true. All right, here's this banger. Mm. Cover girl, bitch, you bad, but that acne is out of control. Don't clear it up, cover girl. And now it's time for things no one cares about. Alright, so I need to take this time to tell you guys about this band that I discovered about three years ago, three and a half years ago, and I absolutely fell in love with. Uh, Their name is Nanesian Mystic, and they are a Polynesian R&B funk band. Now, like I I was just on Spotify just browsing music, and I stumbled onto... I stumbled onto like a song of theirs. I was like, "Oh, like th- this is pretty nice." Went through their entire their, their discography, and I loved like every single song. Like people, like people who who know me, like think that like Chacha Bino is like my favorite artist of all time. And like he's close, but Nietzsche Mystic will always be number one for me. Like their music just like hits like all the right notes for me in terms of like the, the things that I like. Now. It breaks my heart because absolutely nobody fucking knows of them. I feel like I might be the only one in Brooklyn who, like, who knows of them, uh, honestly. And, like, so I, I, I was, like, b- bumping to the music for a long last time. And then I found out later on that they had been broken up for, like, a year, like, a, a year or two. And I was like, shit, well, that kind of kills any chance I have of, like, seeing them in concert and everything. But even from there, it gets worse because uh, I heard the first three albums and their last one, like they, they are so obscure that I cannot find their last album anywhere. It's called 99 AD and I should you not, I literally tried everything to try to acquire that album. I like, I searched on Spotify, I searched on Amazon and did the, the usual stuff. I even called the fucking... Uh, record label in fucking New Zealand asking them yo do you have a copy of this album I will fucking buy it I even spoke to one of the members of the fucking group asking them yo is there anywhere I can get this fucking album nothing has worked I I, I am cursed to never ever listen (laughs) to their last album and it's fucking awful but oh, I mean, it's it, it, it's on Wikipedia and shit. Like, it, it's common knowledge that it came out. It's just if you want to like find the individual, if you want to find any of the songs, they just won't be there. Hey, help me, help me get this goddamn album, y'all. Like, for real. <laughs> nah, but for real, it's, it's probably never gonna happen. But, um, like, and this isn't even like a way to promote them because they're already broken up. But, like, just, you know, a group that I love and will forever be in uh, obscurity, like most of the things that I love. 
So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nisha Mystic.